I'm Rachel. And I'm Shelly. And welcome to a new episode of Chicks and, Chicks and Dicks. That's my fanfare. It's a great fanfare. Thank you. So how's it going? It's been a while. I know it's been a while. Yeah. Well, you know. I've been reading still, regardless of the fact that we haven't done a podcast in a while. You have been reading a lot of trashy romance novels. I have. I have. <laughs> I This, have not. this I... podcast has inspired me to go lower. <laughs> I am. But otherwise, uh, no, just dealing with health stuff, trying to... I'm hungry. I have to fast for 24 hours before I have a procedure tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, great time to record a podcast. Yeah, because everything's about food in my life right now. I'm like, that looks delicious. That <laughs> looks delicious. Well, there's very little food to talk about in the book we're reading today. So, hopefully, it will take your mind off things. I This book was bad. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, well, why don't you tell us what this book is about? Right. So, today's book is... The Conquest by Jude Devereaux. This is the second book in what I'm guessing is the Peregrine series. Sure. Not really sure. There's only two books so far, I think. Well, certainly at the time of printing, whenever this was printed. Um, so, what can I say? Maybe I'll just move on to the, uh, the synopsis. Yeah, do the synopsis. Okay, so our synopsis... As always, comes from Goodreads. Lovely Zared Peregrine was the pride of her family, a treasure her rough-hewn brothers would strive at any cost to protect from their ancient enemies, the Howards. The Peregrines had suffered loss enough. Thus, Zared's brothers trained her in the art of war and dressed her in boys' clothing. Beyond the castle walls, none knew that the youngest Peregrine was a girl. Yet, when the magnificent knight Turl Howard returned from a lengthy sojourn in France, it took him but one glance to discover that Zard was most definitely female and beautiful. Now, as the enmity between their families raged on, Turl would mount a bold campaign to win the ravishing Spitfire's heart and save her from her brother's dark and deadly obsession. Ugh. So this book was actually given to me by my friend Katie because Katie had a thing for reading a whole bunch of romance novels in university and she kept them. So she just like dropped a book, a box of books over at my house. And I was like, oh, this looks fairly terrible. And it lived up to its expectation. Oh, my God. Lived down, so, maybe? Yes. Lived so you, you start off with her being in the castle and kind of it explained that, you know, she has a lady's maid that maybe that knows that she's a, a woman and her m- sister-in-law, I guess it is. So the only, yeah, so her sister-in-law lives in the castle, and then there are a handful of other women who are the sister's ladies' maids. Mm-hmm. I was going to say ladies-in-waiting, but that's not right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this, so there's just a handful of women around, and they know that Zared's a girl, and her brothers obviously know that she's a girl. But, but no one else does. Nobody else knows. Has caught on to the fact that she's a squatter which is she's not a squatter <laughs> she squats when she pees that's what a squatter is <laughs> she doesn't pee in front of other people i know it's still um so zared is raised in this 
castle full of men because she doesn't really have a lot of contact with Leanna, mm-hmm. her sister-in-law. And her sister-in-law has only been there for like two years. Um, so she thinks like a boy, behaves like a boy, suppresses her more feminine tendencies, uh, and is really an enormous pain in the ass. Yeah, she's actually not a very good boy and not a very good girl. No. <laughs> and there is... <laughs> oh, hold on one second. Let me pause. Unpausing. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so what happens? So the Peregrines and the Howards have this blood feud that you think would go back like hundreds of years the way they talk about it but it's just two generations it is two generations and it's (laughs) it doesn't make a lot of sense at the beginning and the end the end of the book we'll get to that actually but it's just i found that i didn't a like the peregrines very much um and because i didn't know who the howards were and the only howard you really ever meet is turl and he's actually not a bad dude until later when you're like oh i guess they're dicks but like otherwise you're kind of rooting for the howards for a little while because her brothers are dicks her brothers are dicks and then there's this guy oliver howard who's described as being quite disgusting um but yeah the only people you ever really get to know are the peregrines and they're terrible they're very prideful which just gets in the way of everything else yeah they're just like everything's about being a paragon a paragon paragon. and it just gets it's preachy and annoying yeah and it makes you all of the characters unlikable like that castle could be sacked and i would give less of a shit i'd be like well there you go because they're dicks yeah yeah exactly and then they think they think about like this their their warrior lifestyle as being better than everybody else's because they're simple people or what they perceive as being simple, like, or poor, or whatever. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just annoying. So anyway, so there ends up being a tournament of sorts that they're invited to. Well, I don't think, you know, you don't have to be invited. I think you can just go. Yeah, if you're noble. If you're noble. I'm trying the only does thing she I know. Run a, does she run away and meet Turl for the first time prior to the invite? I yeah. think she does. Yes, yes. okay. So, okay, so we'll get to the tournament. So, Zared has she i don't know she gets all upset about something or other and takes off and leaves the peregrine stronghold mm-hmm. let's call because it because when your whole life has been threatened and you know your whole life relies upon you having a certain facade and being under guard as a noble you just run out of your castle yeah and they and the peregrines know that the howards watch them but that doesn't matter to zarad she gets on her horse she leaves the the castle grounds um, and of course, is set upon by the Howard men. Mm-hmm. And this guy, Turl, he shows up on the scene, and he and the his the men are like, "Oh, we've caught a peregrine. We're gonna take her back to Oliver." And he like takes one look at Zared and is like, "That's a girl." And everybody thinks, as we said, the youngest peregrine is a brother. We think Zared's a dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so Turl's like, I'll take care of her. You can, you know, you can take the rest of the day off. Good job, men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you four stars and a raise. See you later. <laughs> and he, so he takes Zared onto his horse and like, they uh, go on this lovely horse ride through the woods. <laughs> 
And the whole time she and the whole time she's just spouting how much she hates him. And like stops in this meadow and she seizes upon an opportunity to attack him. So she cuts him with a knife and he pretends that it's like a fatal wound and then he's gonna die. And she's like well that's the point, dumb dumb, and then like <laughs> pieces out. out of there. But her conscience gets the better of her. Um and she goes back to see him and she, she treats his wound and he pretends that he's like really frail and he needs her to stay with him and like kisses her. And she's like, and she's disgusted by his like, ma- his lack of manliness and so on and so forth. She's Even though like, he's oh, like he's this so huge gay. hulking specimen yeah. of masculinity. <laughs> yeah. She's like, he's so weak and stupid. What Howards are so dumb. Like that type of thing. So he's okay. He survives, obviously. They go their separate ways. Uh, and then there's this tournament. And her brothers are furious that she ran off. Uh, and her she she has two remaining brothers out of, I think there used to be six total. And this feud with the Howards has c- killed most of her family Decimated members. them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're not going to let her go to the tournament, but she really, really wants to go. And finally, she gets to go to the tournament with her brother Severn. Yes. I want to say Severus, but that's I know, right. same. And it's Severn, yes. <laughs> Severn. And so the other brother's name is Rogan. Rogan's wife is Leanna. Leanna is like preparing all of these textiles for them. Like tabards and like these types of things to make it look like they're noble people and represent the family properly. And he's like, no. No, we don't need that. We don't need any. So it's like, they're just so this, like you get another sense of like the peregrine pride and how it just gets in the way of everything. Yeah. So they show up to the tournament. Your own worst enemy. Yes. <laughs> And they, they're a laughing stock because they don't have any finery. Mm-hmm. And this other knight tries to help them out and, you know, he gets kicked in the face for it. Uh, and they really embar- fully embarrass themselves. And mm-hmm. Severn had told Zarad all these stories about what a tournament is like and how well he did. And then she realizes that he's a liar. That he's never been to a tournament because he didn't know about this whole processional that takes place at the beginning of the tournament when all the knights parade themselves in front of the king and the nobles in all of their regalia. Mm-hmm. And you would hope that this would be an important p- plot point. It's like, oh, That's well, not... if my brother was wrong about this, I wonder what else he might be wrong, wrong about. about. Yeah, no, nope. she's, she's so blind and stupid. It, and she's and she's also got the pride like she's just constantly talking about how good and smart she is and how she's best at things like she's just a fucking annoying she's annoying are. yeah so meanwhile this guy turl he's like got a boner for zared and decides that he wants to help her out and help both families out because he he didn't grow up with this hatred Mm-hmm. He grew up in France. Um, yes, his mother. His, his mother took French. him away. Yeah. yeah, his mother took him away from the family as soon as she possibly could, knowing that the Howards were a disaster. Yeah, so he's back from France, and he obviously knows about the feud, but doesn't really care. Like he's got nothing invested in it, and he thinks it's a big waste of everybody's time. But he also has known the princess since she was a child. They were both kind of yeah, kids Lady together. Anne. So he can yes. so he he tells Lady Anne that he's gonna he's gonna show up at this tournament, but he wants to be in disguise. 
okay, fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he he appears at the tournament and just and like endears himself to Severn so that he can help him out. Mm-hmm. And mostly it's so he can kind of like keep an eye on Zared. Yes, and eventually he does such a good job that the brother actually just passes off that responsibility to Turl. Yeah. Yeah, because just like I can't be bothered to, to deal with my little sister. She's a fucking pain in the ass, and I'm too cool for school. You know, you babysitter. Exactly. Yes, and that's what he does, and he begins this very long, slow seduction. Yes, it's... and tries to introduce her to like other things and so on and so forth. Like, oh, like look at these textiles, and she would be like, oh, "That's really nice," and she'd be like, "Oh, but I can't think that's nice because I have to have simple things." <laughs> or not even because like, because again, like in his disguise, he tells her that he knows that she's a girl he never doesn't he doesn't reveal himself to be this guy turl that she stabbed <laughs> a couple weeks ago yeah <laughs> even though she can't put that together goes to show always look at the people you're stabbling <laughs> stabbing so you can remember their faces later exactly like, oh, i'll just stab some dude ran away let me take a look at who you're stabbing so he like takes her around the tournament shows her nice things buys her gloves He's like a perfect gentleman and super kind. He is so nice to her and she does not deserve any of it. she's a total bitch to him. Yes. I would have dropped her ass so goddamn fast. I would have been like, okay, then nothing is worth this. But I guess this is the conquest. <laughs> yes, so. Oh my god. So. And the I'm... tournament is to win Lady Anne's hand and yeah. so Severn wants to win the hand of her but at the same time is like a total tool. And insults her on a regular basis, unknowingly. Yes. and But ends up doing quite well in the tournament. Um, and then, so, like, throughout the entire time that they're together, Zara just continuously needles Turl and says that he's not a real man. A real man would compete in the tournament. You're, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, you don't know shit about what a real man is. And she's like, of course I do. And he's like, okay, well, we'll see about that. So then he goes off to talk to Lady Anne again. And he's like, look, I'm going to show up tomorrow as the Black Knight, challenge everybody, uh, and then disappear into the day. Because, you know, mm-hmm. that's what the tournament needs, a little bit of drama, I guess. Yeah, right? <laughs> and he's doing it just so he can prove to Zared that he is, in fact, a, a real man. man. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's in disguise. How the fuck yes. is she going to know it's him? He's going to know, yeah. But... <laughs> but anyway, so he does, he, he does it. He kicks everybody's ass. Yeah. And continues to do so and everybody's like oh who is this guy because like no one thought about following the guy in the black armor i guess when he lived the ring (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't take much to figure out who the fuck he is but i think zara does put it together but it doesn't matter because she's hard to trot for this other night Mm -hmm. um and turl gets like really jealous and thinks that yeah, and the other knights are just together. like a du- like the other guys like just a douche nozzle. Like he's just like this. Um, he's all bravado. He's got the tabards. He's got all like he's like your stereotypical like bow. Oh, he's a like he's written to be a really good looking guy, and he's nice enough. Like he's mm. very nice to her. I and- thought that where that was leading was that that knight was into dudes, and was being especially nice to Zared because he fancied he her, her slash yeah. him. 
I was thinking something similar, but then also I was like, what's the rivalry between the two squires, like his squire and Zared? Yeah. Because Zared's being playing a squire for the whole thing. Is like to me, I'm just like, I don't give a shit about this. Right. And that's not going anywhere. Like nothing no, comes just, to that. And yeah, basically it ends with stop treating Zared like shit and Zared stop treating this guy like shit. And they're like, fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> walk away like huffy puffy little kids. And and Turtle has a real problem with the Southern Knight, but you never find out what the deal is there. It's just like, oh, Turtle just thinks this guy's a D-bag, and that's it. It's just yeah. no, like... I think he just thinks of him as, like, you know, competition, and also um, he just thinks of him as shallow and not... His opinion is he's not a real man. Like, he's just all about show. But it's not like anything actually happened between the two of them, right? Like, this other night stole his girlfriend or something like that. That's just... there's. We never no. get to the heart of what the, like, what Turl's beef is with this dude. It's just that he just doesn't like the look of him. Yeah, pretty much. So, I don't know. Uh, so the, tour- <laughs> the tournament ends, and we're nowhere near the end of the, of the book. No, and like, so essentially, um, no, 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 but he... What is it? Um, Severn ends up making a good impression upon Lady Anne in the end. Because well, on Lady, her father, so Seven not her father, wins yeah. the tournament. Yes. Lady Anne doesn't like him because he's a dick bag. Um, but he part so part way through the tournament, all of on the last day of the tournament, all of his he's sabotaged, hmm. and he's made a laughing stock. Uh, and they they find out that it was Lady Anne who had done it. Mm-hmm. And so he like marches into the dining hall, picks and, this woman like, up and spanks her. And spanks her in front of everybody. Yeah. And her father's like, I like that man. He can have her. Because <laughs> <laughs> exactly. her father's like a dick who just doesn't want to have to deal with women. Who her father? Yes. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. he just wants to get rid of her because Lady yeah. Anne's got like a smart mouth, right? And she's too clever by half. So he's like, "Yep, you can marry her. She's all yours." Yep. See the fuck later. <laughs> Ciao. So I mean, it's great news for the Peregrine family because he gets her dowry, which is enormous, and they uh-huh. like you know don't really have two coins to rub together. So this will help, I guess, bolster their quote unquote army to continue their fight with the Howards because yeah. that's Vendetta. great for everybody. Yeah. yeah. That's been working out real well with four dead sons. Yeah, exactly. So meanwhile, um, Turl, I guess, tells Severn that he knows that his brother is actually, that Zared is a girl, and he wants to marry her. And Severn's just like, yeah, just take her. Do what you want. I don't care. She's a handful. (laughs) You're, You're a nice guy, and we can't do better than you. So... They get so he yeah so he proposes marriage as a way to like bury the hatchet like kind of settle this feud mm-hmm. or not at least put an end to it and yeah, she for, like, for more of a political angle than a romance angle which is fine and you know what like that's what this that's what they need they need a way to like put an end to the bloodshed and but he like you know he like he really cares for her he's shown that you know over the course of these like three or four days yeah at one point he's almost gonna get trampled by a horse and he gets trampled instead and protects her with his own body right but she like 
can't get past like she finds out that he's a ha- that Turl in disguise is Turl. Uh and she feels like hugely betrayed by him or some shit. But like cannot get over the fact that he's a Howard. Never mind yes. that he's been so good to you this whole time, saved your fucking worthless life. Yeah. And is presenting you with an opportunity to save your brother's lives and the lives and of their children. Enjoy and also enjoy your life as someone in luxury yeah, and relative he's got a comfort. Of money. From, yeah, and also like he's he's the one who's willing to help her be a woman and at that stage she's kind of just discovering herself as a woman in some ways. And she feels really she doesn't really know who she is. So there are times in the book where she's like really torn between these two worlds because she doesn't fit in with the boys and she doesn't fit in with the girls. And that was the only element of this book that I was like, okay, like that's fair. Yeah. Let's explore (laughs) this for sure. Yeah. Like that, that's confusing. Let's explore that. Not, not being like the vendetta, but being like the um, maybe loyalty to her family and being a boy and being brought up and her identity um, and being confused about that. Yeah. Not necessarily just about, you know, him being a Howard and her hating all Howards, but also her loyalty to be staying with her family. And there is a lot of that, but it's just, it gets, but it just, it gets in the way of the story moving forward. So they get married at the tournament and then she goes home with him, not to the Howard castle, but to, but to like some country estate cottage that thing is, that his mother owned. And they have a wonderful time there. Yeah, he buys her dresses. She learns she rides horses. She has like uh, a lady in waiting or a maid who's like super nice to her. Like there's like absolutely. And then he she's starting to understand like intimacy and tenderness and being touched and so on and so forth. Like there's he's like nothing but nice to her. And he never slept with her at the whole time, even though he wanted to. Yes. Yes. Because because that would until... consummate the marriage because he said we're married now, but if it's not I will nullify the marriage based on like a lack of sex if, you know, you still hate it after a certain amount of time. Yeah, and he's and like the moment they get married she regrets it and he's like, Well, I'll write to the king and get an annulment. But oh. in the meantime, you know, we're gonna live together at my country house and I won't touch you, but We'll go have fun. Well, you know, like you can fucking relax for once in your life. Um, and so, yeah, she has a sort of sexual awakening, discovers who she is as a woman. But, like, the whole time still can't get past this whole Howard issue. And it's like he has been so fucking patient with you. And also and also at that point, you know, he's he she knows his past that he was brought up apart from that side of the family. So it's not so ill-conceived that he would be very a very different person yeah exactly and again like like at no point does she ever think that this feud has gone on for too long that like here is the way to end it like that just doesn't occur to her that this is a good thing that's happening um and so her fucking brother shows up because they found out he's a Howard because he married her under other pretenses. Isn't that right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Because he didn't know Turl was a Howard when he agreed to let her sister marry him because women are property. Mm-hmm. Um, so the brothers show up and to take her home, even though she technically belongs to Turl now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so he goes with her, and then they per- they they set about just torturing him essentially for like a week or however it is that they're back at the castle. Nobody will say a word to her, so she just mm-hmm. sort of sulks around the castle, watches her husband endure all of these abuses, and he never complains, complains. or anything. He just he no. takes it. Uh, but she never says anything. Even in his defense, like she was never like, oh, he's super nice or he's done this to me or he saved my life or any of these or any of that shit. Nor does she ever confide in Leanna about her feelings and how conflicted she is. And maybe this is a way forward for both of their families, blah, blah. Like that's just the book just gets in its own way, preventing Mm -hmm. any kind of growth for Zared. No, and it's, like, it's boring. Like, just listening to this poor dude get beat up all the time, like, you're just like, okay, he's just not going to say anything. He's not going to say anything. Okay, whatever. We all know where this is going. Just get on with it already. I know, right. And then, and and then, if that weren't enough, so he disappears one day along with her, Rogan's eldest son, who's, like, three years old. Mm-hmm. So everyone, of course, assumes that he kidnapped this kid. So the brothers and their little army ride off to the Howard lands because that's where they think that he went. And they come back with him a few days later and he's been beaten up. Uh, and, of course, Zared assumes the worst, as does everybody mm-hmm. else in that castle. And they find out. Then finally the truth comes out. And Turl was saving the little boy who had been captured by the Howards because the kid like wandered out the door one day. Yeah, they really keep track of their kids. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a great job protecting. Yeah, the, yeah. the family. family that's under watch by a hostile force for two generations now. Yeah. Uh, and so it's like, okay, rejoice. Turl isn't our enemy. And he's like, all right, you know what? Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I'm out of here. And Sarah's yeah, like, I've done I'm everything. I'm, yeah. Yeah. And Zared's like, I'm coming with you. He's like, no, you're staying here. Because mm-hmm. finally she's understood what a good person he is. Yeah, and finally he's like, you're awful. And finally he's like, you're not worth a bitch. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, you have not recognized or thanked me or been kind to me or, you know, like, Or no. anything. Yeah. yeah. So then, like, another month passes or three weeks. There's a lot, a lot of time passes in this book. Yeah. And... Turl is back home at his brother's place watching the men train. It's like something familiar about that boy and Mm -hmm. realizes it's Zared who like infiltrated (laughs) the Howard castle and has been training with the men as a fighter. And he's like furious because her brothers would her. totally allow that, right? <laughs> well, no, she did it, you know, secretly, I suppose. Right, right. Because, you know, like, after she's run away so many times and been married to, like, the enemy, you know, don't keep an eye on her very much. <laughs> well, now, but the thing, I get her whole family now is like, oh, maybe we were wrong about this guy. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He he takes her to his bedroom. They have sex. And then his his brother, so the elder Howard... Oliver is on his deathbed and he dies and this is like a big deal so now and there's question as to like who the lands actually belong to if the Howard stole it from the Paragons or yeah this is like the heart of the of the the problem here the Howard stole the lands from the Peregrines like two generations earlier 
So it's not like 60 years. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> people are not long lived. No. In this time. This is set in fourteen forty or something like yeah, that. Yeah, your your average lifespan is like thirty something. <laughs> so now so Oliver dies. Zared uh, Turl has gone to his bedside. Zared is alone in the bedroom. <laughs> this is so <laughs> fucked up. Like I did not see this one coming. Kudos for the plot twist. And this Ghost appears. <laughs> yes. And this and is it's the first <laughs> in seconds. It beckons her to follow. <laughs> to follow her. So the ghost like leads her through the castle to the room. The haunted room, which apparently is a thing that happens that all castles have because Zared's home castle has a fucking haunted room. Yep. Um where Zared <laughs> found out about or wasn't didn't find out was reminded of a yeah. family prophecy. Yeah, that's ri- that's a riddle. That, yes, a family <laughs> prophecy that's a riddle that has lasted for two generations between their families. That's about shit about about this whose land is whose. Right, and it's, it's like you know when the two become one, all will be known. It's like what that shit. So like the worst prophecy ever. So. <laughs> After being reminded really in her own ha- in her own castle's haunted room, she's which now- is you know, which is actually unbelievable because like she's brought brought up with like this family pride and this family. You think the family prophecy would have been played like a huge part in the propaganda in her life, right? Or at least would have been mentioned before. You think like, the before last two hundred thirty? Yeah. So. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> so she visits one haunted room, is reminded of a prophecy, then goes to another castle, is led to another haunted room where she and Turl find the missing ledgers. So these ledgers are stolen 60 years ago to, mm. <laughs> so that the, ha- the Howards could steal the Peregrine lands. Uh, and now that whole thing has been resolved with the discovery of the ledgers. And that's the end of the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and the book ends so abruptly. It just took so long to, get, long to there. get there. I know. And then they're like, oh, well, the prophecy settles everything. These ledgers were here this whole time. Did no one ever clean these rooms? Like, like what? I like, guess not. No, this is the haunted room. No one's going to go in the fucking haunted room. Wow. It's just it's <laughs> so goddamn stupid. The the prophecy at the end, I was like, what the shit? And I was thinking, like, I almost flipped back a couple, like, a couple like, hundred did I miss something? Like, yeah, like, did I miss this? I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Where is this? I was like, why did the author do this? Well, like, when you gave me this book, you wrote in it, let me see here, Rachel, you're going to hate this. It'll be great. And then you felt it necessary to stick a note into the book in addition to your little dedication there, the main character is a fucking annoying bizatch. Where the fuck did the family prophecy come in? When you get to it, you'll be all like, what the fuck? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so tell me you weren't reading it and was like, when is this prophecy going to appear? Well, I read the note and then promptly forgot. And then yeah. I got to the prophecy. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> went back to your note. But like, this, there's... Throughout the entirety of the book, no mention is made of a haunted room. No nope. mention is made of a family prophecy. No. And it's also like, I I felt like compared to the rest of the book, 
this didn't fit. Do you know what I mean? Like just even in a sense of like the environment they were in and so on and so forth. Like it's just something about this like shoehorned in ending. Like the whole ending of the book feels tacked on or rushed. Yes. Because it just... It's like she doesn't know how to end this book. And it, were it better written, it would have ended way earlier. Because or had you have she... this like prolonged period at the tournament. And then this section where they're married, living at the country estate. Yeah. And then all this other shit just gets dumped on top of, like... Yeah. Like, pretty much after he gets tortured in their house, or in their castle or keep or where the fuck it is, like, it, it, you have, like, 50 pages of being rushed. And it was written differently. Mm-hmm. That whole and it, it was written quick. It felt like it was written like it was in a rush. Like I just need to get to the end, but I don't know how to get there. I feel also maybe like there was a different ending, but the editor was like, "No," and she had a deadline to meet. <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> she had a dinner date and like needed yeah, to get this yeah, done. Just threw it down on her phone as a text. <laughs> Well, it's 1991. I don't know if she was texting the end. Well, no. <laughs> no, she wasn't. But, no. but yeah, very rushed. Absolutely. And it, yeah, it, you're right. It really didn't fit with the rest of the book. No, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't feel like the rest of the book. No, because it just keeps going. It's like it's being drawn out, but mm-hmm. hurriedly. I need to drag yeah, this then, out, but I need to be quick about it. But also, like, here's the thing. is, like You're dealing with a story that's generally kind of loosely based in reality so it's not a fantasy it doesn't have anything but also to throw like a ghost and a prophecy in there like that's also part of the problem the genre didn't really speak to that fantastical element no because no one ever talked about this shit at any other point in the book no and there wasn't anyone like you know at the beginning throw like an old woman telling you about a prophecy or like you know something or you run into like a crazy tarot reader at the fair that like emphasizes it like there were so many things that you could have done to like build this up as a mystery yeah yeah um, exactly you but... know like and you know for Zara to get one reading and him to get another and not to realize it and then talk about it and like kind of like clue in that they're destined for one another so, you know so- something yeah Yes. So. Yeah. Were this book better written, all of these little tidbits would have been sort of interspersed throughout this, what could have been a very hot, very slow seduction. Mm. But instead, she's just so resistant to anything. She's so annoying as a character. She is. She's so one of the childish worst. and yeah. impetuous. She is a terrible human being. She is close minded. She is a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. And she learns nothing on this nope. journey. No. Nothing. nothing. There's one thing to say about this book. There is no character development in any of the characters. Which is quite an amazing per- feat. That <laughs> is an amazing feat. <laughs> like, Severn remains Severn. The princess remains the princess. She doesn't change. He doesn't change. Like, despite the fact that she tries to, like, learn and she kind of likes girly things, there's no actual character development. None whatsoever she changes her clothes no. that's it that's the extent of her development <laughs> yeah so she stops dressing as a boy exactly yeah maybe ghost has the best character in the book. <laughs> <laughs> who might be her grandmother we don't know who that ghost is 
Yeah, you get the hint that it's like it's supposed to be. Well, they hint at the fact. I think it is supposed to be. Or her great grandmother. Great grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were in love and something happened, and then I can't remember the exact two-second story that you got before. (laughs) She's just so the Peregrines. Let me see if I can actually remember this. The Peregrines of the Howards, their families were united through marriage, and then the Howard. It was a Peregrine woman and a Howard man, and the Howard man, I guess, got really greedy, and mm-hmm. so he hid the marriage documents. That was what was in those ledgers behind the wall. He like stole them from the church because mm-hmm. there was some question as to whether or not it had been a legal marriage. Right, and, so and if st- he actually required the or so had he stole all the, the documents. Land. The marriage was never deemed to be legal, and so he got all of the Peregrine land because of it. Yeah. So at the end, it's actually all Peregrine land. So it's and there you go. Yeah, but it, there's so the a evil point. Howards are like left hanging out to dry. But you know, Turl is okay because he just married into the family. Yeah, but there was a point of the book, and like because the Peregrines are so prideful and just so determined to. Punch themselves in the face. Punch themselves in the face. <laughs> and but also just determined to like take down the Howards at any cost. It's like, are they really in the right here? Like I had I questioned their motives at one point. Because I'm like, yeah, and that would have been they more have a legal too. claim to this land? Is it really theirs? Yeah, and that would have been more interesting to explore as well mm-hmm. if she started questioning that as well. Like if like she were somewhat doubtful. Like there were so many elements in this book that could have been better. Um but in, all in all, it was a piece of shit. Um. <laughs> Pretty terrible. Yeah. Because even the, like, the tension and the sex wasn't hot because she was so annoying. And you knew that she was just not going to like pull through. Well, the sex just like the sex happens. It says like, you know, and then they had sex or he entered her. And it's like, but that's kind of it. That we don't spend a lot of time on the actual lovemaking itself. No. And even beforehand, like he kisses her, but it's not like. It's more about her feelings afterwards, like, oh, the kiss was nice, and it was sensual and warm and soft, blah, 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 blah. But it wasn't like anything at the time was remotely hot about it. No. More like, he kissed her. He kissed her. Great. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's nice. She leaned Mm -hmm. into the kiss. He looked at her naked body, and he liked what he saw. Yep. Okay. All right, sweet. All right. (laughs) Good Good on you. You like what you thought. (laughs) just awful <laughs> do we have any reviews rachel so this book nothing else in this book that i'd like to talk about okay so this book has a 3.89 rating that's low for on good rates is yeah i guess normally it's, it's usually in the like, like four, four four to five well like this is getting close up to closer to four so maybe it's not quite that low um so i say overall like most people seem to have enjoyed this book. Um, but of course, they're interested in the people who didn't enjoy the book. Just <laughs> yeah. So I have one here, a two-star review from Anna's Herding Cats. <laughs> Zared Peregrine, the heroine, was a bit frustrating to me. She lashes, she lashes out, doesn't trust, is always confused about her feelings. I had to keep reminding myself that she was very young and raised by men who were filled with hate and raised her as a boy for her safety. So... She's been brainwashed. I get it. <laughs> but that doesn't make for a great character if 
she never overcomes any of that. And, and by the time to... she actually starts to overcome it, it's too late. Mm-hmm. Like, you hate her too much. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I also have one here from Emily, who rated it two stars. Her review begins, what the actual fuck? <laughs> Sounds like my kind of review. I've read and enjoyed Deborah's books before, but if I'm reading a fantasy novel, I would like to know before three chapters from the end. <laughs> yes. See, there you go. That's exactly it. Everything was setting up like your normal historical romance until the very end when suddenly there was a prophecy riddle that the heroine had known about for generations. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, I have one here. Uh, Lorem rated it two stars. Zared was so annoying. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So, yeah, nice to know that other people feel the same way we do about the main character. Mm-hmm. And it's a real bummer for the book. It's hard to get involved in a story when you absolutely hate who the story is about. Yeah, and you're like, you're kind of hoping, like, through reading it, you're hoping that she'll change and she just doesn't. So you just get annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to the point where it's like, maybe she doesn't deserve happiness in the end. Well, at the end, I'm hoping, like, that he just fucks off and, like, finds someone else. Like, <laughs> well, he go, does go fuck off, Lady... but... Yeah, like, go with Lady Anne in the end. Well, no, Lady Anne got married to Severn. <laughs> I know, but they would have been a much better couple. <laughs> well, he wasn't interested in her. I know. They definitely still. hooked up in the past in France. Oh, sure. Either way, but, that would have been a know, better book. Better friends than lovers. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. That's a good title for the next romance we should read. Betty <laughs> Better friends than lovers. <laughs> you have a whole series. Better friends than lovers. Friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's not me. It's you. Yes, it's, it's not you. Me. It's me. <laughs> Got to work on that one. Oh man, those are going to be hot to write. <laughs> Mm-hmm. ghosting <laughs> so i think we've already determined this but hot or not 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 at all not for all of the reasons we've described yeah. annoying as shit not really great sex and because we've read annoying characters before but the sex has been good at least yeah but the, like, the so, sex is just like a lot of it just happens off the page yeah and then also just even the making out and so on like it's just it's bad i i I don't think anybody should be fucking Zared ever. She's so annoying. <laughs> she might be good at it, though, because she is fit. She's got yeah. stamina. Just because you're fit doesn't mean you're a good fuck. Endurance. But he can train her because she's also... A virgin? A virgin. Maybe she's trainable. I don't know. But that would make a better book. <laughs> because he says, like, after they finally have sex for the first time, in as... You know, it's this awakening for her. And then because she was raised by men, she has no sense of, like, what's appropriate and what isn't. So she's, like, right. up for anything. Right. Anytime. So she's very liberal in the Anywhere. Sack, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I, that was an unforeseen bonus for Turl, then, I guess. Yeah. But either way, not hot. <laughs> no, it's not hot. Oh. Uh, any final thoughts? 
no. No. All right. We'll leave it <laughs> at that hungry. then. I'm hungry. That's my final thoughts. <laughs> so until next time, I've been Rachel. And I've been Shelly. And keep it sexy. It wouldn't be hard to keep it sexier <laughs> than this book. You could literally do anything. <laughs>